Five minutes. Your awareness may be powerful enough to control your instincts. Your instinct will be to remove your hand from the box. It's your girl, Mish, and welcome to another episode of the Love Mish Podcast. another episode of love mish podcast if you are a new listener welcome if you are returning thank you so very much on today's episode we are going to be talking about exes i'm super excited to dive in i like to start the episode out by asking hey loves how have you been doing how have you been doing how So for the last couple of days, it's been really dreary and I'm missing the sun so very much. So I haven't really been myself. So I can't wait for the sunshine to come back. And for the rest of the week, it's going to be like cold and dreary. So I've started back my teas and just making sure that I don't get sick because it feels like it's trying to creep, creep back up. And I was just like sweating like crazy last night. I'm like, what is going on? Like, why, how am I, like, sweating like crazy and my hands are cold and my feet are cold? So, I just started back on my teas. Um, I'm about done with my turmeric and ginger, so I'm going to need to make some more. But I'm just tired of being sick and I don't want to be sick anymore. So, I feel it. I think my body, you know, I'm, I'm listening to my body now and maybe these are the beginning stages. So, I'm just trying to stay on top of it so that it does not turn into a full-blown cold again. So <clears throat> that's what's been going on with me. And also I've been finishing my chakra Bible book by Patricia Mercier. And I'm on the throat chakra. And I always thought of the throat chakra as communication, which is going to tie into today's episode with exes. But one new thing that I learned um, about uh, the throat chakra is it also links to breathing and the breath of life. So, you know, you breathe out of your nose, but you can also breathe out of your mouth too. Throat chakra. So she says respiratory problems arise because of dissociation with the energy of ether or the akasha. A specialized type of prana that passes through this chakra and is drawn into our body with every breath. We breathe, but we don't think about the quality of our breathing. We take in air and oxygen, but we don't think about the quality of the air. It is not until we experience difficulties in breathing that we begin to really appreciate how precious the breath of life is. We can live for about 56 days without food, about 12 days without water, but air, including oxygen, prana, and ether, we must have approximately every three minutes. Without air, the electrical system, and I keep telling everybody that, like I swear we're robots, the electrical system that forms our fire energy centered in our brain quickly dies. So, you know, you have water, you have air, you have earth and fire. You know, we are all elements, right? So without air, the electrical system that forms our fire energy centered in our brain. And I never could pinpoint, okay, so we got, you know, our skin is made of earth. You know, our body is what uh, 
95% water or something like that. So there's the water. Um, you got us breathing. That's the air. And then I was like, okay, so what's the fire? What's the fire? The fire, again, without air, the electrical system that forms our fire energy center in our brain quickly dies. So for me, fire is like electricity. Then we are termed brain dead. But what if we only half breathe all of our lives? What does that do to us? Perhaps this is why yoga teaches specific breathing techniques to increase the prana flow through the subtle and physical body systems. The object of yoga is not to make the body better per se, but to make it a subtle house for our spirit. So I learned that today. And when I read the sentence, then we are termed brain dead. It reminded me of my cell phone. If your phone isn't charged, it dies. What charges the phone? Electricity. Okay, so they say brain dead, but really, without air, the electrical system that forms our fire energy center and our brain quickly dies. So the breath of life is the most important thing to us. Let me tell you why I found this interesting. So as I was looking at the weather on an app on my phone i've never paid attention to this before ever it's called AccuWeather. so today what we were we were at 50 percent. I, I went hourly to see if the weather was going to change today oh no today i went to today so it said the rain is going to start, you know, 56 degrees. And I scrolled down and it said current air quality. And I said, current air quality? I clicked more. And it said fair. The air quality is generally acceptable for most individuals. However, sensitive groups may experience minor to moderate symptoms for long-term exposure. Current pollutants over the past hour. They list one, two, three four, five, six different categories of air. And then at the bottom, they give you an air scale for excellent, fair, poor, unhealthy, very unhealthy, and dangerous. We're at fair. I really feel like that's going to slowly continue to drop. And if we're not at excellent right now and people are getting sick because of COVID and stuff with fair air, I was watching this man he's supposed to be like from the future like 30 25 or something and he was saying how everybody has cancer in the future they don't grow hair anymore they don't reproduce um or if they do there's extreme complications and how they have to wear face mask and the air quality is bad and he like air has to air travel and i forgot what app what little tv app was i looking at there's some TV app that that was on, and I forgot the name. But it just reminded me, like, oh, my God. And he ended up time traveling back, I guess, to try to warn us. But, you know, no one wants to listen. So the more I hear about 5G, COVID, da, 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 and then I'm start, I feel like spirit talks in subtle ways. So I just randomly, you know, piqued extreme interest in air just from reading my normal chakra book which led me to the app that was talking about fair air quality that reminded me of you know the futuristic man and like it's just like everything is starting to connect 
So I'm gonna, I had already started yoga and I didn't understand, you know, why they focus on breathing so much. And I, I get it. It's not just breathing in and out because your body does that um, unconsciously. I think we should be breathing consciously because the same way that you can pray over your food and ask, you know, that it doesn't harm you and yet you can intake it and, you know, and the nutrients go to wherever it needs to go. I feel that we should be doing that with our breath too. So I'm going to do a little bit more research into that and I'll be happy to do a podcast about it. But that's how, you know, spirit comes to me. It just be random things that connect. So that was my how am I doing for today. So I'm going to say it again. Hey, loves, how have you been doing? That's good. As long as you're growing and evolving and spreading love, you're on the right path. And I hope you see the fruits of your labor. Um, so I like to shout out local business Reco would be Essential Massage and Facials of Bay Meadows. You can go to Groupon and get a coupon. I actually have the link below. I remember my baby sister got me and my other sister massage packages for Valentine's Day. And it was so super sweet. And we all got our massages. And I swear, I feel like all the stresses that I ever was dealing with were released with that massage. So if you do massage therapy, I hope you are, you know, saging and clearing your energy. Because I know for a shadow of a doubt that I walked in lighter than what I felt. I went, I had bought massage tickets for my ex but we could never go and I end up going with my best friend um and I'm gonna go again I'm gonna make it a routine I wasn't going out because I would I hadn't done enough research about this COVID and shocks and spike proteins but I got it now I'm gonna do another podcast on spike proteins and what you can do to protect yourself um which is what what we randomly do already which is vitamins and stuff like that just being more proactive with it because we know there are dangers out there and they're finally starting to tell the truth so just hang in there because it won't be long for the truth will finally come out i mean some of us know the truth but the others will start to realize it sooner or later so i think massages are important part of self-care um stress mental health depression i think you should add massages to your routine um and i actually cannot wait to book another appointment to go and it's just what i like about that area it's over water water is very sacred it's like back from the road it's like a secluded little area you wouldn't even know it's there it's like back there with some office buildings and it just seems very peaceful serene the office staff is very nice the rooms have the aromatherapy candles you know it has the whole vibe and you just walk out leaving refreshed and ready to battle the world again. Um, so that's my local business reco. And then my movie, TV, or YouTube reco would be Love Dorsey. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, when I do eventually get married, my parents will have the most advice for me. Because, you know, they've been in that world forever. Like, they've been in a very, very long-term relationship. But as far as dating didn't really give much advice about that because it's just been the two of them forever i mean elementary middle school high school you know they broke up here and there but it's not like the experiences that we have today with dating different people so love i had stumbled across love dorsey when i was on facebook and she just gives the most real raw information and i and i'm and i'm sure my sister used to tell me the same stuff but Maybe when your circle is closer to them, you don't hear them. But she's just a complete stranger. And she's like, look, I got three daughters. You know, 
it's no way I would let them hang around some of you women. She just, just the stuff she say make you laugh, but it be hurtful because it be like, damn, you know, she talk about me. <laughs> so I would recommend Love Dorsey for all of the queens. Like we really have to do better. The men follow us, whether we know it or not. So if they aren't on the throne, it's because we have left the throne long before them. So if we get back on the throne and put on our crown and put things back in order, they will automatically fall in line. So I guess I'm in a, a season right now of just reflecting on the decisions that I've made as far as relationships are concerned and what I could have done better and just learning more about myself and being accountable. And she, you know, you can call her and do one-on-one. She has group Skype sessions. She has a book out. She's just like a an aunt, a godmama, whatever you want to call. She's just amazing. And a lot of her stuff is on instagram and facebook but this girl that i follow she puts her on youtube too so that's how i'm able to see her because i'm not on facebook or instagram anymore so shout out to love dorsey she gives the real raw truth um i heard she's gonna be on a radio or tv show and i think either she's engaged or getting married so she's not just saying stuff she's living proof a podcast that i would recommend um would be the love movement um you can check her out on itunes as far as a podcast or youtube so i'm about to start doing that too my podcasts are already on podcast platforms i'm going to start recording them now and uploading them to well spotify and anchor are a team now so they're going to be uploaded to anchor and you'll be able to visually see them through spotify and i'm going to start linking them to youtube as well just to give you guys a visual presence oh i didn't tell you so i i knew i was gonna get dressed i just didn't know when you know libras (laughs) we're gonna do something but the timing my sisters agreed to do them this weekend um my hair's pretty long it just always shrinks up so i know my dreads are gonna look little but if i pull them they're gonna be long and i'm just so started to so excited to start that journey like our hair is very powerful we really shouldn't be cutting it we should just let it grow that's how we get our messages from the ethers electrically and you have to decode those messages electrically through your third eye through your body yada yada and they've just been telling us to get perms and to fry it and all of this shit which is why the world is the way it is today so i'm just excited to get back to my roots and I'm going to be starting, um, continuing that journey by locking my hair. And they're going to be love locks. And I'll just start to share my love lock journey. I know I'm going to hate it for a minute. Because I, I always get my braids down to my ass, my weave down to my ass. And these years are going to be just little. But I think maybe the first couple of months, I can put a stocking cap on and rock my wigs. And then when I'm comfortable, comfortable, comfortable with it, I'll just rock them. But it's all about the commitment, whether I weigh wigs or not. Um, so shout out to Love Movement, Better Love Movement podcast. I was listening to her. So I've been getting messages about relationships lately. And I'm like, okay, spirit, you're ready for me to, to tackle, you know, the problems that I've been having with relationships. So in the previous podcast, if you listen, the last email that I um, gave five stars to was with Coriel with her work podcast um her travel agent podcast and her um 
now that she's a wife and a mom and she just released a book like six reasons why you're single and i'm like okay you know god speaks to me through people and i remember her saying that she had to like sit in a moment of getting herself together like she wanted all of this out of her man but she needed to do the work to be ready for that or or to be a a mirror a mirror image of what she wanted in her partner and i feel like that's the season that i am when i tell you i have been secluded and just focusing on learning more about myself my body my mind i'm starting therapy like i used to be just such a fun like let's go party let's go club let's go drink yada yada and i never was like putting in the work to be a better me and even when i started the spiritual journey i was just learning about it and i guess i'm in a season of applying it now so i am grateful for that and i appreciate the growth it just kind of changes everything it changes what you want to do it changes who you want to be around it changes what you want to talk about so it's just a very uh weird season but i appreciate the growth and i refuse to go you know down any levels like i've you know elevated and i want to continue to elevate into the queen that i am so i'm just super excited about you know where spirit is leading me and i'm listening and i'm following the cues and i'm doing the work and i think that's you know something everyone should do so as i was listening to better love movement she was kind of explaining like you don't just date people <laughs> and, and see where it goes and that's what i have been doing she's like no you know what you want and you don't want and if it doesn't meet those qualifications you don't even start and i remember my sisters have told me this forever but i guess you get lonely no i'm not gonna say you I get lonely. I, I'm very impatient. I just kind of want to rush things. And I always <laughs> end up getting hurt. And it's like, universe is like, how many times are you going to hurt yourself before you realize there's only one way that this is going to work? So just finally coming to that realization and closing chapters of my life. And, you know, so that I am able to see that new door that I want to walk through. And I'm excited for what the future holds. So I'll talk about that a little more as we get into the podcast. And as we end with the beginning of the podcast, Rinky Healing and Prayer Recos for this podcast would be depression. It is so real, y'all. Breakups, single season, self-love, and divorce. I send out prayer and Rinky Healing to people in those categories because you just never know what a person is going through, what they can even muster up the strength to share. Um how they may feel alone like everyone around them may not be going through those things and they just you know feel left out and how much they could just use some extra love some prayers and the strength to get through so i uh dedicate this podcast to those particular groups and you will be in my prayers and i will be sending rinky healing energy your way all right so we have um concluded the beginning of the podcast and i am ready to deep dive into the actual podcast so the first clip that we're going to listen to is from my favorite youtube group called cut and they asked a hundred random people to call their ex and ask why did you break up so it was interesting to hear the different reasons for breakups and i'm going to give you my perspective of why I broke up with my ex because there's my perspective which is 100% valid for me there's the other party's perspective which is 100% valid to them and then there's the overall view or the outsider's view and I will never take away anything from the other party you know I won't let them take anything away from me because with 
how you were raised and you know how you expect things to be you you just look through your own set of rose colored glasses so it doesn't mean the other person is wrong or bad you just see things your way and so i just want to share you know what i feel the reason was for me so i'll be back right after well the first clip i'm sorry it's two clips so the first clip is to call your ex and to ask why it didn't work out and the second clip was to read text the last text message from your ex so after these two clips i'll come back and share with you i'll be back self call and ask <laughs> which ex are you gonna call my most recent one. Oh jesus this is gonna be so awkward Hello. hey um it's nancy it's Phil. It's, it's Nancy. Nancy? Hello. What are you here to do today? I'm gonna call some people. What do you have in front of you? My phone. Are you nervous? Yeah, I am. Call an ex and ask why didn't it work out. <laughs> call an ex? <laughs> oh, fuck. Holy fuck. Call an ex. <laughs> okay, I got one. I'm just calling to ask you why things didn't work out. What? I'm not gonna Call somebody else. Okay, I just wanna know, like, why things didn't work out between us. I'm gonna be later. Why didn't things work out between us? What is this for? <laughs> we had a lot of stuff going on, and it was just the wrong time. Could you see us getting back together? What? This is crazy. Probably not. Call an ex and ask why didn't it work out. Oh, God. You got an ex you're thinking of? I actually do have one. It'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. I only have an ex-wife. Why didn't it work out with you and your ex-wife? I wasn't supportive enough when she got postpartum depression. Okay, yeah, I'll just call Brian. To, yeah, yeah. Who's Brian? We had like kind of a thing a couple of years ago. I was actually gonna marry him, but he was a serial cheater. Hello. I was just calling to ask like from your perspective why you think it didn't work out between the two of us. I have developed feelings for somebody else and I wanted to make sure that you knew instead of, you know, trying to go behind your back. Either one of us, you know, was, I was trying to give up. I don't know. We just didn't have good communication. Didn't really, like, specify each other's needs after a while. For real, Ronnie? Why? For real? Why? Tell me, tell me why we didn't work out. Oh, because I was cheated. Oh, okay. Would you ever consider getting back together? Yep. Oh. Having sex is fun and that was a good time. <laughs> I definitely missed that. Lot to think about. Uh, thank you so much for participating in this little phone call. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Bye. Do you have an ex you want to ask? Uh, uh, <laughs> fuck. I wonder if she'll answer. Your call has I'll be the one guy where nobody answers my phone calls. I'm sorry. Your call has been voicemail box. The number you have dialed. Please leave your message. They probably blocked me. Oh, this is so weird. I haven't talked to him in a while. Are you alive? I am alive. Why didn't we work out from your perspective? Because we didn't want the same thing. 
Once I told you I wanted something more open, you were like, that's it, I can't handle no more. I have to ask you why things didn't work out between us. Yeah, that's pretty easy for me. Well, I was in the military. I also have a very, very hard time with communication. When you're in a long distance relationship, that's like fucking key. <laughs> Which ex are you gonna call? My most recent one. Oh, Jesus, this is so awkward. Hello? Hey, um, it's Nancy. It's who? It's, it's Nancy. Nancy? Nancy from Maryland? Yeah, 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 from Maryland. Oh, shit, your voice sounds so different. I just need to ask you a question. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck yeah. Okay. They wanted to know why uh, it didn't work out between us. I think it was mainly me. I wanted all the good things that came with a relationship but I didn't have any of the maturity to handle that. Call him X. There's no way. Why? I don't know if he knows he's blocked. Call him, call him. Let's do it. I will. Would you? Mm-hmm. For you. Hello? Hi. Hey. I just wanted to call and ask, why didn't you and I work out? Probably because I was too immature. There was a lot of immaturity. It just didn't feel real to me. But I love you always. <laughs> Illy. Illy, bye. Hold on. Are you blocking him again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hello? Hey, I just called to ask you, like, why didn't we work out? I just didn't know what I wanted. And you did. Would you consider getting back together? Definitely. I think I was the problem. Yeah, we can talk okay. about that. All right, well, thank you for picking up. Bye. Bye. Whoa. <laughs> Are you getting back together? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think things didn't work out mainly because I was dealing with a bunch of shit. Mostly it was just like an emotional like clusterfuck that was happening. There's a lot that I regret. Like I wish that I'd been more tactful, tasteful in how I ended the relationship. You were genuinely like my friend above everything else. Uh, and I hated the way I did it. Your apology is not necessary, honestly. My entire family is still pissed off, and they think it's my fault. Like, <laughs> they honestly think it's my fault. They're like, you fucked up. Like, you got an ex you're thinking of? I'm either blocked or I've deleted their number. Oh, I don't even have any of my ex's numbers. Oh, you are lying. When I break up with somebody, it's like you and everybody connected to you are now no longer in existence. Do you have an ex you're thinking of? We weren't necessarily really exclusive, but he's the first person that comes to mind. Hello? Hey, Brad. <laughs> I was just calling uh, to ask you why we didn't work out. You're in a different state, and you know, I didn't make time to come see you, so I think that's just kind of what happened. We just kind of grew apart with the distance. Do you think that if I were in the same state during that time, it would have been different? Yeah, it would've been. Say, would you move here for me? He actually lives here. Oh. Yeah. Well, why don't ask him <laughs> <that> again? Brad. <laughs> Say, would you consider going on a date with me? Would you consider going on a date with me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's be in touch then. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'll always be here for you no matter what, but if you don't think having me around is good for you, you should cut off all ties. Then after that, I, I just didn't reply back to her.
I, I didn't know what to say. Do you have any texts from your exes? Any texts from my... Let me, let me see. I might have one. No, let me type in this one. All right, no. Let me type in this one. No. I don't think so. I block everyone. That does me wrong. So. I actually have a screenshot of the last text he sent me. We hadn't talked in a while. I wasn't like mad, like, oh, this guy did a text me. I was more like, fuck, like, I, was, I was doing great. Like, what'd you have to... <laughs> He said, hey, hey, hand emoji. Just wanted to message and say congrats on the feature in the paper. Very proud and happy for you. More blessings are on the horizon. My friends were like, don't reply. Or like, just say thanks. And I was like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And then of course my ass sends like a long brick text. Like, oh, thanks, how you been, la la la. Kind of, kind of want a more pointless text. I got nothing to say, but just saying hi. I'm like, well, I've become a wuss with the weather. How did I once live in a place that had snow? And then she's like, oh, it's just, it's funny how we adjust. That's, that's a philosophy on life. If I asked you what was the last test from your ex, you wouldn't have it. I know what it is offhand. I had said something along the lines of like, hey, I'd love to grab coffee with you and just talk things out. And she had said, um, you don't get the right to talk to me, one. Two, um, it's not my job, and uh, please don't talk to me again. And I was like, all right. And then I n never tried to text her again. I said, hey, thank you so much for the poem. It was really beautiful. I've been doing a lot of soul searching and thinking lately, and I just don't think that we're a right fit. I enjoy your company and have had some really great moments with you. I just realized I'm not where I need to be to continue. I don't want to waste your time, and I hope you understand. Did he reply? No. So I said, um, my whole mood has changed since we talked. She asked me if changed how. I told her that I felt really empty after talking to her again. So I feel like if you talk to someone like that, you're regressing back to your previous life. The last thing she said was, you've known how I felt since the beginning. I've always been open about my feelings and even willing to bend over backwards for you. I'll always be here for you no matter what, but if you don't think having me around is good for you, we should cut off all ties. Then after that, I, I just didn't reply back to her. We broke it off earlier this year. We tried to reconnect as friends, but it, it's so hard. There's so much history, but it's okay to let things go in your life because there are better things ahead. I had dated this girl for a while and basically, to be blunt, I cheated on her and it was stupid of me, first off. <sighs> oh, good. It was uh, her birthday. I said sorry. I really don't know how to start this. I really just wanted to say happy birthday, and I hope that you had a good day. You don't need to text me back. I completely understand if you don't want to talk to me, but on the off chance you do, would you want to grab coffee sometime and just let me explain? Uh, she responded, uh, stop texting me. You've recently sent me a couple of messages and I don't ever want to hear from you again. I've forgiven you, but I do not want to be friends or keep in contact. I'm not going to meet you, so don't text me, call me, or in any way try to contact me again.
Yeah, <laughs> I think, I hope she's doing well. Why do you still talk to her? I can still appreciate somebody's company, appreciate just different world perspectives. And so, and that's not the case, you know, for all exes and, but figured if you, if you can't be a good partner in a relationship, at least be a good ex, so. If I'm gonna move on, I need to. It's very rare that I try to stay friends with someone. I mean, if I tried, I wouldn't be able to get over it because I'm a very emotionally attached person sometimes. And uh, I care too much, that's the kind of person I am. Hey loves, I'm Max. So question, why did it, didn't it work out with you and your ex? If someone were to ask you that question today, what would you say? Why didn't it work out? For me, I would say since I started my spiritual journey, my taste has changed and I've tried to mix it, but I see now that it's important to me and it's something that I want in my relationship. I don't want to be the only one covering us spiritually. I want it to go both ways and I'm not on the traditional spiritual aspect of church Sunday and choir rehearsal and all that. I'm more on the chakras, rinky healing, sage in the home, you know, side of it. So although, you know, if you want, you can take the time to teach your partner about that road and they may grow and you can journey together. But I don't want to do that. I realize I don't want to do that. It's something that I want them to already have. And that's okay. I used to think that that was a bad thing, but that's okay. You're going to hear that later by the Better Love Movement. So just um, learning and unlearning things in my mind has been helpful for me because I used to think, you know, you should just accept the person for who they are. You know, it's not right to do that. Don't judge. But that could be a standard for me. That could be a boundary that I have, you know, just to protect myself or just to know, you know, this is what I'd rather have in a relationship and that's okay. So that's one thing that I think, um, like if I have crystals and stuff like that, I, I don't, the last thing I need is for my partner to be laughing about it. You know, it's just not, that's not something funny to me. Um, it's not something that I take as a joke. Um, that's like having a Bible and laughing at someone that's a Christian. It's like, I, like how far do you think that relationship's going to go? So th that was just one thing. I also think we had different love languages. Um, my number one love language is touch. So I never have a problem with that, but with anyone, but there's, you have your primary love language, your secondary, and really all of them, there's this percentage that you have for all of them. So number one is just touch for me. But right after touch, you know, tied would be gifts and communication so i'm a giver i'm always going to give 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 and you're supposed to give without wanting but eventually if i'm not receiving the same in return i'm gonna feel like sourpuss and then communication now i still have a lot of work to do with communication but i still love to talk i still love to express my ideas i love, still love to bounce ideas back and forth you know still like to dig and like really get to know who a person is um and most of the people I've known forever, so the stuff, we kind of lived through some of the questions. But if I'm meeting someone brand new, there's going to be a hell of a lot of questions because I don't fucking know you <laughs> at all. And so if you're not willing to put in the work that, that communication brings, then what's the point? 
Also, I'm a hopeless romantic, so only certain men can do what I see my brother and father do, apparently. You have to understand that I was raised around it. I know it exists and I won't settle without it. It's okay to get your woman flowers or if you're really smart, buy her a whole rose garden. Buy her a rose bush. You'll never have to buy them anymore and they'll continue to grow. Um, it's okay with just getting little things saying, I think of you. Um, it's okay to pack lunch and go have a picnic. It's okay to be a man and be lovey-dovey. I lived it. I've seen it my whole life. And when you really, really love someone, I think that's when it comes out. If you're just dating and you're not really sure about the person, blah, 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 I don't think you want to do all of that because, hello, it's not the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. But if you know this is the one, if you really know this is going to be your wife, I think you'll roll out the red carpet, okay? And so I'm just not going to settle without it. Um, so getting back to communication, I'm excited about starting therapy because I know that's an issue for me. Um, I usually like to keep peace as a Libra and I end up doing things that I may regret, which could cause arguments, but I won't blame the other person for that. That's just a personal issue that I have to get through. I also feel like we had different backgrounds, which, which plays a major part in relationships. Like I grew up with both my mom and dad. So I saw my dad court my mom, like even after the ring, like every day, just showing her with loves and gifts. And again, not every man grew up around that. Not every man saw that and not every man does that. And it's up to me to decide whether I'm going to accept it or not. And I've literally just been accepting without it. And I'm not going to accept it anymore. Like that's just, you know, something that I deem important. And if that's not something that you want to do, that's perfectly fine. But that's not someone that I want. Um, I personally feel I had to end it because I had old wounds that I needed to heal. I can't compare old relationships to new ones, no matter how memory, how many memories we had. And I just have to realize I've had so many memories with my ex. And so things aren't gonna look or sound the same. And I was also way younger, like in, in high school, like I'm in a different phase in life. So it's not gonna look, sound or play out the same way. And I really feel like therapy will help me with that. Not only am I going to personal therapy, I'm going to start like relationship therapy to prepare myself for relationships because sometimes I don't want to bend and I know that's important for relationships. So I'm excited to start that second journey as well with more of a relationship coach or mentor. And I wanted a family, but I did not want to be a baby mother, like not ever. I didn't grow up with that, like that. Um, in that world, I don't know anything about it, um, just from what I've seen from my friends, but not from a firsthand viewpoint, from more so from a secondhand. I just don't want that for my kids. I want my sons and daughters to see how a man and woman falls in love and treats each other and builds and actually starts a family. Um, and that's okay because that's my preference. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Life can be different for someone else, and that's okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to be a baby father or a baby mother as long as you do what you have to do for your kid. But for me personally, I, I actually want to have my spouse's last name and have a home and a, and the baby room decked out and us bring a, a baby into the world. 
because even if it doesn't last, because there is a thing called divorce, we try. We fucking try. I think going the other way, having a baby and trying to make it work, you may never make it to marriage. But actually being in a marriage and seeing that it doesn't work, I give homage to that. You guys tried. You tried to make it work and for whatever reason it didn't. But to just... I don't want to give my kids a message that, I don't know, it's a touchy situation. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But as far as my my family line and marriage has been important, all of the women, um, you know, have done their due diligence and held men to a high standard for marriage. And I just feel like I personally have been dropping the ball and um, just accepting whatever. And I just don't want to continue to go down that road. Marriage is important to me. And if it's so important to me, then I need to act it, show it, you know, and prove it so that the right man will step to me. So that's what I'll say about that. Uh, All in all, ultimately, I had a different image in my mind for my husband and the father of my kids. Uh, I regret that I didn't take the time to make sure what I saw in front of me was what I wanted. Um... I do know when you're dating, you kind of put your best foot forward, but it doesn't take long for the real to show. I realize that I'm not one to be controlled. I realize I'm not one to care about what other people say. I realize I don't compete with my friends. I realize I don't worry about my friends taking my man. And I actually don't want to be in a position where that's a big fear. Why befriend someone that can laugh in your face and fuck your partner behind your back? Just why? I just needed to take a step back and become my best self so that I can attract my best match. Um, The second question was, read the last text from your ex. Well, I've deleted them. I don't even have social media, so I can't uh, go back and read those. But from my memory, it was a mixture of love uh, with rejection and hurt. Um, I was trying to explain as nicely as I could that we're great people. It just won't work. Uh, They said some hurtful things about my dad, too, and I knew that it would never work because a a girl's first love is her dad. Um, And I knew that if I didn't remove myself that we would be on this roller coaster because I love hard and it's hard for me to let go even when I know it's no good. I know how it ends, and I, I did that before in the past for 10 years. And so I had a lot of triggers and red flags, and I kind of felt like I was going down that same road, which... I'm going to therapy too because I don't want to put that pressure on everyone. Like, you know, what if I ended this really great thing just because I felt like it was going the wrong way? So there's still some work to do for me with therapy. Um, But just ultimately not doing the work with myself before jumping in a relationship is what ends up hurting me. So I've learned to swallow that and I'm willing to do the work, you know, so that I won't get into another relationship without me knowing that we actually have a fighting chance. Um, Now, um, it really hurt me to end this one because it's something that I wanted so bad. I saw so many great qualities uh, different from what I've had in the past and I was really rooting for it um, but when I sat down with myself and my soul I just knew that it wouldn't work um, 
you know, we just argued so much. And I just knew that was toxic and unhealthy. And we just saw the world differently. It could have been age thing. Um, but just me, I know I'm, I'm a different breed. Uh, I really came from like a Huxtable family. And I have to realize that the rest of the world probably doesn't know about that. And that's kind of something I want. And it's okay for me to want that. And I can't force someone into that mold. You know, you have to accept a person for what they have to offer and, you know, either take it or leave it. But constantly, you know, making it seem like they have flaws is not fair to them. When in reality, if you just take a little bit more time to learn someone, you would know whether or not they're a good fit before you take it any further so like I said physical touch is my number one love language I've never had any problems with that ever (laughs) ever but there's more than physical touch like when you you know you're in a marriage and you get older I'm sure you're not gonna be fucking forever I just know that so what what do you have outside of that like that's that comes automatic with the relationship to me um, if that's the only important thing in a relationship, it's not, it's a no for me. It's never going to work. And I remember hearing a comment like that, like, mm, like it's really all about the sex. Like, I, I don't I, That means if I try to communicate, that's not of importance to you. So it's, I'll never win or going on dates will never be important to you. So I'll never win or all of this other romantic foofy foofy stuff that I desire will never be important to you because the only thing that will matter would be sex and I just feel like that's mm, I'm not gonna say it's wrong because there's someone else out there with that love language and that will be perfectly fine for them but it's not it's a no for me so realizing that kind of hurt but I also saw it as a moment of growth of seeing that this isn't gonna work out of actually ending it and sitting in the pain and leaving and keeping the door closed because I will literally reopen the door a million times like I have to force myself to like not even communicate because I'm just such a hey how you doing oh my god give me a hug you know hopping in relationships is just like that's just like a no like I can be friendly and lovely and that's just going to be me and it doesn't have to to take it to a relationship like there's more work that needs to be done before it reaches relationship. And actually realizing that is like a moment of growth for me. And it's like, okay, you know, I, I see what you're saying, Spirit. I hear you. You know, I'm ready to do the work. So that was just part one. Um, I do want to bounce back to part two because I have, I wanted to go over um, what I've allowed in the past is it okay to have a good man that doesn't have good dick or to have a man with good dick that's not a good man? Um, I thought that was interesting. You'll hear. Just just stay tuned. It's hilarious. And I'll give my two-piece. But thank you for listening to part one of Misha at Night where we talk about um, relationships, single season, sex, podcasts, toys, what the ever. Um, this is my, you know, Mish at Night segment where I get into all of that. So stay tuned to part two and we'll get into the other two segments. Thanks a million for listening. There's a million podcasts in the world. You clicked on this one, little this one. 
to hear what I have to say. I hope Universe has a special message for you. You can reach me on Linktree at forward slash love.mish. I hope you have a better than a great day. Love ya. Talk to you later. Thank you.